0: Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 690, and today I am fired up because I'm gonna share with you a very rare and raw and private conversation that I had with a gentleman about an opportunity that we discovered, we exposed inside of a bar at Seller Summit that I was attending and speaking at, and this guy came up to me introduced himself, and about 20 minutes later, he was blown away. I said, you know what? We got to get on a podcast episode, and we decided to do that. The problem was I was not equipped, and what I mean by that is I wasn't at my normal location, and I didn't have my normal gear. So what I ended up doing was firing up my laptop, connecting to Zoom with him, and recording this episode. It really, this episode was a private coaching call, really. Cause I said to him, I said, Listen, I love your your story. I love the opportunity, the brand that you and your wife can build. I want to be a part of this. All right. And then I said, well, if I can salvage any of it, I will air it on the podcast because I think people would get a ton of value from it. And you can see there's so many twists and turns in this, in this conversation, but a lot of light bulb moments as Chris has said, and his name is Chris Cody. I believe that's how you pronounce Chris's last name. I never asked him. Um, it wasn't all that important at the time. Um, but you're going to hear the audio quality is not going to be as good as this right here. I'm just going to be up front with you, but I do believe that you are going to get a ton of value from this conversation. This is also another reason why you should attend live events because you get to have these you know, in the back of the room type of conversations that I had like this with Chris. And, uh, you know, you guys have been hearing me talk a lot about brand accelerator live. That's why we're creating events like this for people like Chris that are going to be there that can have these aha moments or just learn from other people. So again, little shameless plug here, brandacceleratorlive.com If you have not grabbed your ticket, Head on over. We would love to have you, all right? So with that all being said, again, just want to say that the audio quality is not going to be what you're used to, but it's going to be okay. I promise you, all right? And the show notes of this episode, you're probably going to want to go to if you want to read the transcripts or even just go through any of the bullet points. Um, That will be over at TheAmazingSeller.com forward slash 690 and again this is really about how to grow and scale a current business but this current business is not currently online it's an offline business and you're going to see how we are able to take this and we are going to take this business and uh, and really get some momentum online and grow this thing uh, just to make it massive and to help a lot of people so really excited for you to listen to this and uh, I know you're going to have a lot of light bulb moments going off as well and you're going to hear you're going to hear Chris actually scribbling down notes you can hear the paper flying he was just writing down as fast as he possibly could Um, but he's gonna be able to listen to this back too so he's gonna have it as well it's a win-win all right so sit back relax enjoy and prepare yourself for light bulb moments here they come well hey Chris what's up man thank you so much for spending a few minutes with me and the TAS audience to really dig into your story a little bit more man how's it going this morning having a great day. Thanks so much for having us. And uh,
1: we're looking forward to this conversation.
0: Yeah, it's pretty interesting on how this conversation even uh, came about. And actually, I'm going to sound a little different uh, to my audience because I'm recording this at a, uh, at a lake property that I've been talking about that I've been turning into an Airbnb. It's just about ready, but I'm sitting in a room for the very first time, able to enjoy a little bit of, you know, a little bit of the headaches that we've experienced. But another venture Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's gonna be a little echoey in here and stuff, but I really wanted to be able to record with you and and really go through what we talked about and then go a little bit deeper. Uh, and really, I I think you fall in that same category with a lot of people and that is, well, you know, there's so much to know. There's so much to learn. Like, where do I start? Like, what's my market and, and all that stuff. And I just kind of want to take people back to the conversation that you and I had in a bar at seller summit. And, uh, and you and I kind of met and you're, and you're like, you know, I got to be honest, man. I don't think I've ever heard like one of your podcasts. And I'm like, that's oh, okay, man. Let's talk. And then we talked and you were, uh, you, you were pretty blown away at, at what you could do and got pretty excited. So
1: let's get people caught up. What, was that, what, what did that conversation kind of look like? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I had a chance to make it down to the Seller Summit in Miami um, under what I'm trying to do is build my own Amazon business. Um, and the accessibility to a lot of the speakers and, and as well as some of the hosts was remarkable. And you and I ended up literally crossing paths in a bar, um, and you were, you were generous enough, generous enough to come up, introduce yourself. And I was candid and said, Hey, listen, I didn't make it to your presentation. My apologies. And I, big big mistake, big mistake. mistake. (laughs) Unquestionably, and I I own it, I own it now. (laughs) Um, But after like listening, so this was close to the end of the two days, I said, listen, there's a lot of stuff that I have to learn to get up the learning curve. I recognize that, but after hearing a number of the speakers talk, there was some aspects that I recognized that my wife had some of the collateral, some of the assets, and I said, I think there's real opportunity there, but I just, I don't know what I don't know. Um, And we started just talking a little bit about where we could take what her business is doing um, and maybe drive it to the next level.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I, I recall you and I, you know, talking and stuff and you're like, listen, like, I just want to sell, like, I want to get started. I want to sell product. I want to, you know, I'm here at an e-commerce event. And I think what I told you was, and I'm going to tell you again here too, because you, you said something that I'm correcting a lot of people now is that you're not creating an Amazon business. Like, let's get that out of our our vocabulary. Um, That's a risky um, that that's a risky, uh, statement nowadays, because if you're building an Amazon business, that means you're building on rented land. You're building on something that can be taken away from you, um, in a blink of an eye. And I actually just aired, actually it will be airing depending on when people are listening to this. Um, I ha- I received a Voxer message from one of my inner circle members and, um, he recorded a message directly to me personally, telling me that he got accepted into this beta program with Amazon And Amazon was like, Hey, you're, you're, you're shipping a ton of inventory um, daily um, fulfilled by merchant, which is actually, we want to go fulfilled by Amazon if we can, but he's doing fulfilled by merchant. And they're like, we have a new program. We're going to go ahead and we're going to send someone there every single day to pick up your orders because you're shipping so much. And he's like, Mm -hmm. cool, let's do it. So he went ahead and accepted that. Then he couldn't get the printer that he, they had sent them working. And then once he got it working, They never came to pick up the first shipment. So he started to get negative feedback on an account that never had any negative feedback. Well, he contacted support and support goes, sorry, you know, that's a different department. And they were literally contemplating shutting him down for 30 to 60 days. Now, this is a million dollar business. Okay. So that's what we're talking about. So it all worked out for him. He dodged the bullet. He got someone that he talked to there that. Uh, made sure that this would not happen. At least we don't think so. But uh, he's also building a brand brick and mortar. He's also building a brand that's uh, on his own e-commerce place and he's doing digital products. So, you know, he's diversified, but it's still a lesson to be had here. Um, so I want you and everyone else listening to get the, I'm building an Amazon business. You're building a business where people are in a market that want and need products. And you're going to find the solutions for those people and deliver products, period. Done. Like that's what we're doing. Excellent okay. insight. Excellent insight. I appreciate the perspective. Yeah, it's yeah. unfortunately it's a mental model. Um, mm-hmm. and a fact, like this helps quite a bit. Yeah. So okay, cool. So now that we got through that, let's talk about. So you, you're, you're like, you know, I, I, I want to know my market. I want to figure this out. And I'm like, listen, let's let's talk about your wife because you started to tell me that your wife was was into uh, speech therapy, right? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's correct. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, growing up, I had a little bit of a stuttering problem. To be honest with you. I, I really did. And it, so it kind of hit, hit me when you were starting to talk about that. I know my father did. Part of our problem is we talk too darn fast and so we don't let our words come out. And I, and I was kind of self-conscious talking and speaking as a kid. I didn't have it that bad, but I could always find myself getting hung up and I'd have to pause and reset and the whole thing. And my father, the same thing, but it resonated with me. But I was like, man, let me know more about your wife's story. Sure. Because it sounds like she already has something going on. So why don't we talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So
1: she's been a speech pathologist for almost 20 years. Um, we now live outside of Chicago. We're originally from Boston. She's had a practice in both areas, uh, both parts of the country. And she does both teletherapy as well as therapy in home. Mm-hmm. And so I've had a corporate career, you know, not too different than a lot of your guests as well as your listeners. Um, and typically, the, the dynamic the economic dynamics were, were disproportionate, right? I'm bringing home the money. She's, she's helping little kids. But I always try to reinforce with her, you're actually changing people's lives. Like You're teaching people how to communicate. Like There are literally kids that come into her that can't say a word. And after 10, 12, 15 weeks, they're saying mom, right? And that's, that's yeah. having a real impact on people's lives. And over the course of the last four or five years, she's done a remarkable job of kind of building her skill set out. So now she's trained in a, in a technique called Prompt, happens to be one of the only folks in the greater Chicago area that does that, that tool. She's built herself her own website. She's got a blog. Um, she has an Instagram account. So she has all this, these tools. And it, it kind of feels like we're just doing it for the sake of doing it. We're not, there's not a cohesive message necessarily. We're not sure how to leverage them quite as well. And probably the most important piece is she's getting ready to publish a book. Um, and this was actually probably the unique, most unique proposition um, of all of her assets was she's actually found a way to take speech therapy into the water. And, and, and it happens to be a pool setting. So the pool setting for her and for the kids is emotionally charged. Um, there's a, a number of different aspects and, and emotional things that come out of that, as well as tactile things that come out of being in the pool. And it turns out she's the only one in the country doing this. So as you and I started talking about this story, you're like, I really think you have something here. Um, and that's where I'm like, all right, how do we figure this out? And that's, that's kind of how we landed with, with my wife and Annette's business.
0: Yeah. And I, I, was, yeah, I was like, well, wait a minute here. We're kind of sitting on, like most people are looking for their market. Right. They're like, what is my market? Like, what am I good at? What am I an expert at? Or what do I keep talking to people about? Am I, you know, people ask me about how to catch more bass. People ask me how to, uh, I just had a pest control guy here. Uh, You know, I, I'm sure that that pest control guy can tell me a whole bunch of stuff about how to treat my house, how to protect my house, how to keep the mosquitoes away, blah, 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 blah. But I don't have that, but he does. And when you started telling me that your wife's doing this on a daily basis, I'm like, we're sitting on an expertise here that's not being leveraged. Right. And what I mean by that is, is your wife is really doing like one off coaching in a sense to where she's like, all right, sign up for 10 weeks and we'll go ahead and then we'll see how it goes. And then we'll sign you up for another 10 or whatever the whatever the schedule is. It's very similar to, you know, training. Uh, basketball training, baseball training. I've been in that world with my kids forever. They charge a lot of money and I sign them up, you know? So for you guys, it's like all I'm seeing now. And and that's what I kind of said to you was like, it's kind of already there for you. You just have to extract the assets and then start to plant those assets out in the marketplace. So that way there you're discovered um, from people that aren't just in your local area. And I think a book is a great way to do that. But one simple way... For you guys is to get your wife on video. Like, I think your wife needs to get on video and she needs to come up with whatever those five things are, those 10 things that she's doing and that she's doing on a regular basis with new clients. She needs to reverse engineer that and take that and then break that down into something that she can put out there on video. So,
1: so talk to me a little bit more about the video. So Again, I'm not going to, I'm going to recognize and acknowledge that I'm a novice,
0: right? So is mm-hmm. that you just, so when you say video, I think YouTube, is that the right Yes, yeah. okay. It's a hundred percent. I just literally had this conversation with two ladies yesterday and they're, they're uh, potential guests. Uh, we weren't sure yet because they didn't, they weren't sure they wanted to reveal um, what they were, what they were uh, selling and stuff, but they were two sisters. And um, I went through the exact same thing I'm going through with you. And that is it's start, if you can start with video, perfect. Because here's, here's what this does. It instantly bonds you with your potential client, customers, right? Yep. You're going to see the, the excitement, the passion in your voice, the, the tears, the, the, the joy, right? All of that stuff is going to be seen in video. So that's one huge advantage. The other thing is, uh, you know, YouTube is a very, very well-known search engine. People go mm-hmm. there, how to help with stuttering, yep. Right. People go there, they want to learn, right? So if you go there, people show up, you start to plant these seeds of different things that people are searching for. And then from there, they're going to lead back to you. So that's like step one in your case, like that would be step one. Don't worry about how to like go out there and, and edit the video. Like that's easy. You can go to services like FreeUp, free F R E E E U P. There's three E's and FreeUp in this business, um, and it's basically Nathan um, from FreeUp. He actually started that business, and it's where you can hire virtual assistants to help you with these tasks. So that's like nothing. Like don't worry about the, like the first question they asked me yesterday was like, "Well, how, who? How do I edit? Who do I?" I go, "Wait, shoot the video first. Yeah. Right. Then we'll worry about how to edit it, right? Like, us get the ideas. Like, what do you, map it out first. What are the five or 10 things that your wife would be talking to a new client with? Break those down, chuck them down, create 10 videos, five videos, whatever. 10 minutes each, five minutes each. What's the guideline on length,
1: if you will? So should these, I, I don't want them to be four minutes, I don't think, but are they 30 second clips? Like,
0: give me some guardrails on that. Okay, well, the thing is, is they need to be as long as they need to be to get the result that you're trying to give them. Okay. So don't fall into the thing. Well, I heard someone say that if you stay under ten minutes, you get better search traffic. If you get under four point, you know, four point three seconds, yeah. you do this right. Like, let's not get that granular. Okay. Let's just say, get to the point. You don't want to be just jumping on video and being like telling your backstory on every single video, right? It's it, we're, we're you know we all are limited on the amount of time that we have in the day, right? So if someone's coming there, what are they showing up for? What did they search for? And then remind them of that. So you're going to list it in the title. And then you're also going to, you're going to say it. So it's like, if the video's five ways to correct stuttering, Hey guys, today I'm going to show you five things that help you stop or correct stuttering, right? Like it's, it's going to be literally that simple. Um, Don't overcomplicate that. And then also um, you want to also make some calls to action in there. So the calls to action could be like, um, you know, Hey, if you guys have any questions on this comment, let me know. I'm going, to be, I'm going to be hanging out in the comments, and I will answer your questions directly. Um, also, um, if you found this useful, like it, share it, do whatever you can to make sure that others can get value from this video as well. I want to help as many people as I possibly can. And then the last thing is, if you want to get more videos like this to help you um, subscribe to the channel, like that's it. So there's like some calls to action like that, but you're not really directly saying like, go here to get my you know, my, my course, right. You're not really doing that at this point. You can do that later, but right now it's just about building out the assets to help people period. So, so for her, the
1: objective might be like, I'm just trying to build awareness, establish herself, introduce herself, if you will. Yeah. With, and we talked about five things with the five things. And then Mm -hmm. she could then go into specific categories, like let's say beyond uh, apraxia as an example, quite, quite a bit in, in, in our space. Or her yep. space. Um, so, so then she go down on that a little bit. Is that is that yeah. kind of like the stepping stepping stones? Yeah,
0: I would I would have like those little subtopics. Yeah. And then I would create like buckets, right? So if you want to visualize this, just take your overall market and then just create these buckets of content. And then in those buckets, you're probably gonna have even like little mini buckets that you could probably drill down into even that topic. Yep. So I would kind of I would map that out. I like using mind mapping software or even just paper and just kind of map it out and just kind of like draw like a line at the top, what's your, what's your overall, you know, market. And then from there, what are those subcategories and then start creating different content pieces for that. Perfect. But I think it is important that she does give herself the recognition of credit in the video, like immediately, like, you know, state that she is a whatever licensed, you know, speech, you know, therapist, whatever, right. Give her that little bit and then move in. Don't brag. Just like, hey, you know, I've been doing this for 20 years, blah, 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 and then just get into the content. That way people are showing up and they're like, oh, this person really, you know, really knows what to talk about. The other thing is that she can do is after she's done with a client, she can jump on and this would be great for Facebook lives, too, to be honest with you. Like, so, but this is for a whole nother, a whole nother thing. But if she was to, let's say she had a Facebook page and if she doesn't have a Facebook page, you want a Facebook page just because you want a place where people can interact, sure. she can interact. She can also repost, but it would be great to jump on Facebook lives and go, Hey guys, I just got done with a client and they're struggling with X, Y, and Z. Here's what we walk through today to help them. Right? So this does a couple different things. You repurpose what you just did privately without wrecking, you know, without calling them out by name or something. Right. Yeah. You're able to get content right on the fly. It's fresh right? So what I can do right now is I can jump off of this, which I probably will do. And I'll, and I'll jump on a Facebook live and I'll go, Hey guys, I just recorded a podcast this morning. And here's what we talked about. Here's why it's so important that you understand if you have expertise, you need to leverage it. Right? So I'll call back what you and I are talking about. I'm going to turn this into another piece of external content. I right, think,
1: I think that's the, the aha moment for me was that exactly what you're describing she's doing the work today she has yeah. the assets she has the assets it's just we've got to frame it in our mind how to leverage it a little bit better
0: and and so here's what i would do if i was mapping this out if you and i were working together and i'm like all right step 1 is create those buckets and start filling out different topics that you're going to be dri- be able to drill into okay mm-hmm. and then i would like list out like and i like doing like little mini series so if there was like if there's like five things that she's going to do or 10 things when she has a new client that she's going to be going over and over and over again, list those out. Those are going to be little pieces of content, okay? And the reason why I would like to be bite-sized, people don't want to sit through all 10 steps maybe, right? Sure. So what you're going to do is, and then what happens is, is when someone watches one piece, they're going to probably want to watch the second, the third, the fourth, and the fifth, because it goes together. Right. And then you can create like a playlist inside of YouTube. So if you create a playlist inside of YouTube, it'll automatically play and roll into the next one. Gotcha. Right. Um, and and I, I know this is kind of like a lot to throw at you, but it really comes down to I, first step sitting down identifying those buckets and listing out what is the content piece is going to be right. Step two is going to be getting your video shot. And that could be literally a tripod with an iPhone or your phone. Get a little zoom mic that I have here right now. This little zoom mic, Chris, by the way, was like a hundred bucks. Gotcha. Okay. And I literally can hold it up to my mouth. I can add, I can add external mics it literally I travel with this and the quality on this with my external mics is phenomenal. Um, a so hundred dollar mic, your camera and a tripod and, the, and and some good lighting. Like right now I'm in front of a big window and it's, it's broadcasting light in my lighting here is pretty decent. Um, lighting is key. Sound is even bigger though. Um, and so that's really it. And then once you get the video edited, I mean, you could go through and probably figure out how to do some quick edits or you can hire it to be done. I mean, it's, you can use a program like Camtasia or ScreenFlow, you can use iMovie, you can use any, any of the, the, the ones that they have now um, out there that are super easy. They're usually installed on your computer already. Gotcha. Um, but really from there, the way that I see this thing playing out is you take that video, you upload it to YouTube, Okay. You do a little bit of like optimization, meaning you have a strong title, which is going to state what it is. What are they going to receive? How to do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And then from there, write a decent description inside of, the, inside of the, the actual description area. It's going to give you an area where you can put in tags, which is basically keywords. Basically all you're doing is like You know, stuttering, speech therapy, like they're just like main keywords. You're going to load those in and that's it. You're going to upload the video. Done, right? Now the video, yeah, that's literally it. So now the video is going to be uploaded to YouTube. It's going to be there. People are going to be able to access it. And over time, you're going to notice as you do this on a weekly basis, and I would recommend that at least one week. And then after a year, you'll have 52 pieces of content, by the way. And then from there, I would take that one post on YouTube and I would then post it on my blog, right? I would take that video and I would embed it on my blog and embedding it is just taking that little embed code that they give you on YouTube. It's a little share link. You take that little bit of copy and you, you, you copy it into your blog post. So this, so this is
1: starting to create a virtuous cycle, if you will, so exactly. no, matter,
0: no matter where well, they're and- and you're getting, you're getting the traffic now, possibly from Google, that's going to search you and find you on your blog. Gotcha. All right. Now, the other part of this, though, is when you then embed your, you embed your video on, uh, on your blog, you also want to write about the video, right? So you can either yourself write it and just write like maybe an 800 or a thousand word article that supports the video. Or if you want to make it really easy, you can go to a site like rev.com or you can go to Temi, temi.com owned by the same company. But One is an auto transcription service and one is a manual transcription service. And now what they'll do is they'll transcribe your video and the high end, it's a dollar per minute. And Temi is 10 cents a minute. Temi will need some corrections. Rev is going to be almost perfect. Got it. And then what you'll want to do is go in there and probably optimize it for, so you'll want to have a better title. You'll probably want to clean up a little bit how it reads. You will want to have some bullet points. You'll want it to read a little nicer.
1: And the, and absolutely. the transcript, the transcription becomes the post on the blog. Is that absolutely. Uh, all right. So you're not doing the work twice.
0: You're taking the content you're already created and you're leveraging it in another fashion. Yeah. So now, and now if you wanted to do one more thing, you could take that same video and then natively not take the YouTube link natively, take that video and upload it to Facebook on your Facebook fan page. And now you have another piece of content that resides on your Facebook fan page, which is basically the same content. Gotcha. If you just embed the video over to, over to Facebook, it doesn't do as well because Facebook knows you're trying to drive people off of their platform. Okay, good. good so it's up. a little bit more work, but it's probably worth it because it's another asset. Um, you can also, if you wanted to, write a little blurb and then link over to your blog from your Facebook fan page, right? Okay. But yep. see, all we're doing is it comes down to coming up with that piece of content. Yeah, and it sounds to me like based on the feedback you've given
1: thus far, it's YouTube or the video itself is the keystone. Uh, the biggest piece of leverage that you can purpose and repurpose to your other assets that you have today.
0: Now, one other way that you could do this again, just, I'm throwing out just like different scenarios on how you could leverage um, the video and the content. All right. So the way that I've done it here a little bit recently, and I like it because sometimes what happens is let's say that your wife gets all ready and you guys get ready to start shooting the video. And then you, you, you see that it's taking you like, three hours to shoot a five minute video, right? You're like, Oh, this is getting frustrating because I can't do this. Well, if you jump on Facebook live and right, start, even if there's, even if there's only one person watching, maybe it's, you know, one of your relatives watching sure. um, it forces you to start and then stop when you're done. You might have some ums, You might have some odds. You might make a little mistake and make fun of yourself because you made a little bit of a mistake, whatever. Right. But what this does is it gets you out of the, I got to create a perfect video, right? So what I've done, and I find that this works really well, I actually have someone else in my inner circle who's been doing this as well. And it's been working because we all fall into that. Oh, I want to make sure it's perfect. That keeps starting and stopping. So what you would do is you'd go to Facebook, you would, you would go ahead and do a Facebook live. And again, with Facebook live, if you're all done and you don't like it, you just hit delete. Sure. Yeah. You know, but what you do is you take that video now and you download the video You take that video from Facebook and then you upload it to YouTube. And now you do the same process from when you were uploading your video from YouTube and you do the same exact thing over
1: onto YouTube in this case. So you're taking your Facebook live and you're putting up onto YouTube.
0: Yep. And then from the YouTube, then you would go and embed that over on your blog. Then you would transcribe blah, 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 the whole thing. Gotcha. Um, So that's another way to kind of force yourself to create video. So, is
1: YouTube enough And in, in, this, in this process that you've given, which, which is remarkably helpful? Is that enough to get a following? Do I have to? Oh, I, yeah. Man. So again, I don't
0: know what I don't know. Is that enough to get a following? It is enough to get a following. There's a lot more that we can do. But again, I, you don't have to do it all. That This here, if you did all this and you're like, all right, Scott, I'm ready for the next step. What do I do? Right? Like the next step would look like this. Um, you want to start building an email list immediately. Okay. Okay. So that email list would look like something like if you found that you have one topic that, you know, is like a crazy topic where people are just always searching for, um, your videos, really doing well on it, or your wife is always like constantly fixing this one problem mm-hmm. that might be the lead magnet as we call it. All right. So that's something, think about something like, Hey, you know, I'm going to show you how to catch more bass to win your next bass tournament. There's five things that you need to understand on how to do. If you want to know all five of those, I just put together a little mini training. You can go over to xyz.com, grab it over there and people will opt in for that. Okay. You can start building your email list with this. Now you're going to drip out that content through an email. Plus you get to let people know, Hey, just shot a new video on YouTube. Go watch it. Hey, I just, I just sent a blog post. I just, I just did that. Go check it out. Right. So this will allow you to start amplifying your content with people that are interested in your market. Brilliant. Brilliant. Okay. So that's, that's what I would do there. And I would say, even if you only have like five people coming to your blog, I would still put an email opt-in on that page. Even, even if you don't know what that lead magnet's going to be yet, I would say something like, um, sign up to get, um, helpful tips to correct your, uh, your child's speech impediment or whatever, right? Like whatever the, the, I don't know what the language is and, and, but you, you get what I'm saying. Sure. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's what I would do there. I would put up something because something is better than nothing. Um, an easy way to add an email opt-in without getting too much into the weeds. There's a service called a a little software tool called, um, hello bar. Hello bar Bar is exactly what it is. It's a little bar that floats at the top of your website and you can put little pop-ins and stuff like that. And that will be there. It's like a little sticky at the very top. And it could say, um, want to, want to receive, um, you know, weekly updates or weekly tips to, um, to improve your child's speech click here. And then it would allow them to enter their name and email address. And then from there, they would be on your email list. And what do you, what
1: are you producing for them? A PDF or is it a link to a page? What's the, what's the, what's the reciprocation there?
0: Well, it depends what you're delivering. If you're delivering um, maybe a guide that is going to get in probably your, in your case, you're in, in your case, if your wife's releasing a book, it might be the chapter one chapter in that book. Ah, Gotcha. Okay. Right. Or, or uh, you know, here's one of our, here's one of the, one of the top chapters in the book, grab it here free. And then that would be a good upsell. You could upsell the full book on the back end if you wanted to, gotcha. you know, which is a whole nother thing. Um, but I wouldn't get there yet. But the other, I mean, so let's just say that you had five things that you, that you wanted to help someone with, you would create a PDF and then deliver that as a PDF. Perfect. Okay. Five things. And it doesn't have to be a massive uh, PDF. It just needs to be five things that they can understand that they can have a checklist or whatever.
1: Yeah. That's so you're hitting right on it. And, and a lot of folks come to her. So you mentioned this, a lot of folks come to her at different age stages. What should my, what should my son or daughter be doing by two or four? What should they be doing by five or six? What should they be doing by seven or eight? And this, this is words as well as sounds and utterances and and so on. And she gets those questions constantly. So it sounds like, again, we have an asset on the in the books are on the table here that we could be leveraging better. So I think that's exactly what what you're describing.
0: A hundred percent. And I think once you get down the line again, not to get too far ahead of where we're, we're going here, but you could have them pre-select who they are on your website too, when they arrive. Double click on that a little bit for me. Give me a little, can you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So let's say for example, someone came to your website and you know that some people are looking for um, information about their child that is under two. Mm-hmm. And then you have another one that's between like three and five. You can say on the website, on your website, you can have a little survey thing come up and say, you know, which um, which best describes your your issue. I see. Okay. And now you can deliver content that's going to specifically target those people. So they're segmenting
1: themselves, and it's, and exactly. You're, and you're giving them the right messaging. Yep. There's actually
0: a service called Right Message and basically it pops up on the website it's like a little pop-up on the bottom of your website almost like a little chat window okay and it'll say like um you know um hey what best describes where you are currently like we have one on tas right now that it popped up on the bottom and it says where are you in your in your entrepreneurial journey just a beginner novice expert right? Now what we can do is we can then tailor our messaging to them because if someone's just starting, they don't want to know how to run paid ads, right? But they want to know how to pick their market. Perfect. So, and, and that's a, that's a constant like evolving thing. There's other ways that we can segment them. Let's say for example, that uh, let's say someone joined your email list and then the immediate, the immediate email that they got was an email that said, Hey, let me know a little bit more about you. Mm-hmm. And then in that email, you give them three things to click on. What, whatever one best describes them, if they click on one of them, it will tag them inside of your email uh, tool like ConvertKit. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's the easiest simplified version on way to do it. It's kind of like um, they sign up for the five tips to improve uh, your child's or whatever. Right. And then from there, the very first email says, it's Scott, quick question. And then in that message says, hey, thanks so much for signing up. I really want to, uh, to help you and, and your child. Can you do me a quick favor? What best describes your child? If you can click a link below, that'll help me deliver, you know, the right solution for you. And then they would click on one of those links, and then that would tag them inside of your email program, like ConvertKit. Gotcha. And then when you're sending an email, you can say, I only want to send emails to people that were tagged to have a child that's two and under.
1: So the content you're creating every day or the content she's creating every day, you're tagging. And if it filters yep. through and, and hits those particular keywords or segments, then it they get
0: populated in the, as that message. Exactly. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. So again, a little, a little bit advanced, a little bit down the road. I wouldn't get hung up in there. I'd get hung up on content. What content am I creating? And then uh, the video and then, you know, YouTube and then blog posts, like that's where I would go. And I would just go all in on that. So, so let me ask you a quick question. So she just had, so we're outside of
1: Chicago. We just had the local community television broadcast network and, and did an interview with her. Um, yes. It's probably, I don't know, maybe two or three minutes. Is that a good introductory for her? So that was a local cable station, few hundred thousand people in our area. Is that a good way to introduce herself or
0: should it be something a little more often and authentic? I think both, but I think why not put that up on the page like immediately or on the YouTube um, and uh the, the thing that's cool about that is you're able now to, to really display expertise because she's being interviewed, right? Uh, you get that full set. So if she's had any other media, you definitely want that. Any type of media also that she has been a part of or even written for or, or showed up in, you yeah. want put to those, put those icons inside uh, or onto your web page. So this way here, it, it establishes that credibility. So she's been asked, she's been interviewed by
1: so this was a while ago so this is a question of like, okay. is this still relevant she was interviewed by local Chicago channel you know NBC CBS etc um, for for something specific in her space it was three or four years ago is that still relevant it's oh, beautiful yeah <laughs> okay dude anything like that we need to leverage okay so like, all of her assets regardless
0: of tenure or so to speak or how long they I know. mean the other beautiful thing is too and man I'm getting so far ahead of myself but I can't help it. But like, you can take some of those clips and like, you can piece them in, in a video. And then I'm just thinking like Facebook ads down the line, Mm -hmm. like you running a Facebook ad that can have her talking for a minute about like something that she's helping people with. And then you can actually, as she's talking, you can overdub and then show her being seen on TV and then bring it back. Now all of a sudden, people are like, "I want to listen to this lady because she's the real deal." Like she's being interviewed by people. You know, she's been on this local show. She's been on this cable network, whatever. And they're not going to look at it as like, "Oh, it's a cable network." They're going to look at it like it's a set. People are interviewing her. It looks, you know, it looks real. Like, like the whole thing. Like you could leverage that in a Facebook ad and stuff too down the line. Like, there's so much. There's so many tools that you guys have um, that I would definitely leverage that. But I would. Definitely leverage that immediately, put that up on YouTube. So that way there it's on your channel. So if yep. people are just going to start thumbing through your channel, whether it's today or a year from now or three sure. years, from now, they're going to see that she's been that she's been interviewed. Because, you know, if someone's looking at her and they're like, oh, I like this piece, but I want to go over to her YouTube channel. They go over to the YouTube channel, they start combing through and they're like, oh, wow, she was on the news too. And oh, she was here. And so all of a sudden now that just starts to constantly build her up as the authority. Yeah, I'm glad
1: you said that because that that video for the for the local cable news is, I mean, it's 10 days old. Like they just did it, so it's fresh. Right. I think, I'm glad you gave us the feedback. It's a good place to start, because that's done.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely was. So that's that's um, a take action today. We're gonna do that today. Absolutely. And then whatever she was discussing, put it in the in the title, but then also put in there the the T V the TV network or the you know the, the name of the show. Sure. So that way there, if people were ever searching for the show, it would come up, you know, you always want to use the keywords in the title, the best that you can to describe what you're, what you're answering, like what you're talking about. But then also, if you have any type of authority that you can put in there, like, you know, like you said, like showing up on a certain new, or if you were interviewed by ESPN, right? You'd say like, you know, um, how to increase your vertical jump, um, you know, um, interview on, ESPN, right? And now interview on ESPN is going to also be a keyword that could be searched for. So
1: in that scenario, you're getting the expertise as well as the broadcast network and you're catching, you have a larger catchment,
0: so to speak, of people that will be searching. Exactly. Exactly. That's all you're doing there. So yeah. And really, I mean, the way, what I would really love for you guys to do is number one, do your planning session, like sit down Don't get distracted for an hour, two hours, whatever, plan out like content, like buckets, like what is it going to be? And then from there, schedule out one, at least one, one video per week, shot, recorded, uploaded. And then from there you can backfill with the blog stuff, you know, and do the blog post. But once you kind of figure out your process and your system, now it's just a matter of doing it. And like I was telling you, I think I was telling you in person a great thing for you guys to do is get like five topics together, sit down for an afternoon, shoot those videos. And now you batch record these videos and you can drip those videos out if you want. Gotcha. You know what I mean? That way you're getting in the mindset. Like I'm going to shoot video. If I'm going to shoot video, I might as well sit down, get myself set up, get myself in the right mindset and just knock through five episodes, you know, five, five videos. And then that way there you're batching the process. And now you have all your content. Now you got to do is just go through the process, upload, tag the video, blog post, transcript, like all that stuff, then it's just, you're, you're figuring out that process. And then that, in that scenario, you've got
1: a little over a month's worth of content um, that you've recorded in one day and now you're, you're ahead of yourself.
0: Okay, perfect. Yeah. But I would probably, if the, if the YouTube channel is kind of new and fresh, I would probably like to see you put more than just one a week up there, like at first. So people, if they go there, they have something that they can kind of, they can binge on a little bit. Yep. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's good feedback. All right. And then one other little um, tip here, when you're setting up the the, uh, YouTube channel and you start creating, you start creating those buckets. Also, those buckets are really going to be a playlist inside of YouTube. Okay. So to create a playlist in YouTube, very, very easy. And again, you can kind of just go to YouTube, look at your playlist. Once you're in your, they call it creator studio is kind of where you'll be doing all of your like adding and editing and all that stuff. But when you create your buckets, you're really creating a playlist also inside of YouTube. So think about it as a playlist. If someone was to watch that one video, and there's three other videos that go around that same topic, that same subject, they're going to fall in that bucket, which is also a playlist. The cool thing about a playlist is a playlist is also searchable as a separate piece of content in a sense, right? So if you title that, that, that playlist, um, how to stop stuttering
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's one playlist right with, with five or so you're saying in that vertical five or so um video series yep however many it makes sense if there's maybe 10 there might be 10 sure. you might only right. have two today but you might have every time you do one that comes up you would put it in that bucket
1: so go so back to the comment I made a few minutes ago, the the milestones, right? If parents are saying what should they be doing at two, 12 months, two to that in itself, would those would those be separate playlists like zero to two, or would milestones be a playlist?
0: Well, if it's if the if the um, if the training that your wife's doing is specific to a two year old that doesn't relate to an eight year old, then yes, we want to keep them separate. But if it's okay. universal across any age, then yes, then you would put it into that same bucket. Gotcha. And, that'll, and that'll, that would be something that 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 would probably be something too that your wife would call out and say, like, you know, um, hey, in today's video, I'm going to show you five things that you can do to help with your child stuttering. Now, no, matter if they're two years old, eight years old, doesn't matter. It's pretty universal.
1: Like yeah. she would probably call that out. Yeah. And I think I think some of that would probably come out in a planning session. I think you're exactly
0: right. She'd say this is probably not relevant and then we would understand where the buckets are. Exactly. And so just think about that. Like and the reason why I say playlists are so important is because when you create that playlist, people will binge on that playlist. And if they binge, they're not going to be distracted with other related videos. It's only going to be your videos. Gotcha. Okay. Right. So when someone enters a playlist, they're now entering that bucket. And so if they watch one video, the next video in the playlist is going to auto play auto start. Okay. Okay. And the other thing is, and again, this is all going to be recorded for you and anyone else listening, but So the other, the other little thing to do here is now, once you build your email list and you're sending a link to YouTube, you wouldn't send directly to a YouTube video, you would send it to the playlist, but the video that resides in the playlist. Okay. So what this does, so think about this, I create a video, I upload it to YouTube, and then I tell it that I want it to be in a playlist. All right. Now inside that playlist, I'm watching the video in a playlist. All I got to do is go up to the top the search bar in the little area where the the web address is. It's going to be a long string. I'm going to copy that link. That link is telling it that it's video number four in playlist playlist number three, right? And what this does is that link
1: will take people directly inside the playlist. I see. So you've embedded them into your
0: larger portfolio. Exactly. Got it. they're, They're less get distracted on other people's uh stuff so that's just a little it's a little bit of a ninja thing there, but uh that that there i mean you know everything that we just covered, if you just focused on that, like you're going to see traffic you're going to see assets being built, and the cool thing with what we just discussed is it's assets that are going to be they're they're they're, they're not going to be stuff that's going to expire right the things that your wife is teaching is going to work today and probably in five to ten years from now yeah unquestionably right? yeah, right. And so now you'd go into and say, okay, we did, we did all this stuff, Scott. Now, how do I turn this into money? Right? Like how do I monetize this? And that's always a great question. That stuff kind of works itself out. But if you did everything we just said, let's say that you did everything we did. If all you did was that you'd get, start getting traffic on YouTube. You can turn on AdSense on YouTube. So that would be ads. you start to get ad money, not a lot, but you'd get some. Then from there you'll start getting blog traffic. Once you get blog traffic, you can turn on ad networks there. That's another stream of revenue. And then if there's any other, if there's any devices that your wife recommends that they buy, like, Hey, here's this thing that you should get. It's a, uh, you know, I know for, uh, for, um, you know, certain, um, conditions and stuff like the fidget spinner was actually designed for, you know, people that were, that couldn't stay focused, right? Like, right. right. So that could have been a thing that your wife could have recommended if it was obviously in your market, but you see what I'm saying? If there's an aid of some kind that's a physical product, your wife can link out to that product. I would suggest finding it on Amazon, signing up to be an affiliate for Amazon products, which is you're an Amazon associate. And now, anytime she mentions that product, she can link directly with her, her uh, URL. That's her tracking URL. And then, if anybody buys through that link, she gets credit for the sale. So,
1: so I'm not going to tell her this, but she's doing that now without being in the affiliate network. So we're going to co- we're going to course correct that right now. <laughs> yes, and you want to go back into all the links that she's already mentioned, and then you want to just swap them out. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, she yeah. Reco- there's a handful, maybe a suite of twenty or so tools, straws, Yeah, straws, etc. For mouth development that she recommends, but she's just doing a cold. You know, go to. Yeah. She's actually providing a link right to
0: the Amazon. Listing and the other thing is, is once you get rolling here, you're going to probably establish a few products that you're like, you know, this is a good product, but I think I can make one a little bit better. Oh, interesting. And now we get into private labeling your own stuff. Okay, okay. So that's where see, see how it all kind of it it kind of it it shows the way by you starting in the direction that we already kind of went down that road, right? It's how do I serve the market. And then I can start to monetize pretty quickly, even just by giving them recommendations to products. And then from there, I can figure out later what products I want to develop or that I want to, that I want to create better. Because she may, she may send one, because the only one that she can find is a certain one. But mm-hmm. she knows that the reviews on it are saying it, it could be a little bit longer, or it could be a little bit wider, or it could be a little bit softer, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to be like reading the reviews and going like, why don't we just create our own? And now out? you're okay. going to create your own that are going to be branded under your brand. And now your wife is going to recommend that product, but it's actually your product. Yep. And now is instead she- of making 6% commission, you'll make 30, 40, 50%, which is your own product.
1: It's. She's actually had this conversation with parents. I want you to go use these straws, but I want you to modify it in this fashion because I'm not exactly <laughs> thrilled how they... <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. Your, your, your business model is right there in front of you, Chris. I mean, it's, it's right there. And that's why when you and I talked, I'm like, why are you trying to find that market again? Right. Everything is right here. Your wife is the expert. Like I go through market selection with people and I have them look for people like you that don't understand the inner workings and sure. they're with people like you. Right. Like, like your wife would be the one that would be like the expert. And you say, keep doing what you're doing. Let me come in. Let me come in and do exactly what I just went through with you. And let's build a business around that. And then I'll partner. Gotcha. Gotcha. So right? a curator, if you will,
1: of everything that, that my wife Nan has. Right. In, in this case, she's got the assets. It's just a function of how do we, how do we carve out the time? Because she's got a, she got a pretty busy yep. workload, And then sequentially put it in place with a strong foundation and then start executing the, the other pieces as we move on.
0: Yeah. And you're the, you're the, you're the business marketing angle, right? You're the guy that's going to come in and and learn all that. And the thing is, like I was telling you, I was like, you need to learn this and you have a great business model to do it. And you can have a very successful business. I believe you're sitting on a seven figure business all day long. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Like this is a need. This is something that doesn't necessarily even go away. It's probably needs to be it can get helped, it can get fixed, but there's constantly probably ongoing um, updates and training and tweaking. And it's like any of that stuff. And once you, once you get the know, like, and trust factor here, people aren't going to go anywhere else, right? They're going to stay with you and your brand. So there's so much that you can do here, even if it was just in the first two or three years of a child's life. And the impact that you guys can be making, you know, like with, like we talked about it privately about you doing, you know, donating and yeah. cause and all this stuff. You add that, you you piggyback that onto this. It just, it, it adds more gas to the, to, to the flame because, you know, we've, you've now really hit people where they want to do stuff good too. So every product that we sell, that's your own product. You donate a dollar sure. or a percentage or whatever and then you show what you're doing and that just adds more of you being just good people
1: yeah Um, that's that's the base basically the basis of her book she worked with a young boy named alex um, who had cystic fibrosis he passed away at four and a half um and she he was one of the first boys that she brought into the water like one of her very first pool groups so the work that she's doing on her book now a portion of those proceeds are going back to the meeting house place in Providence um, to help keep that funding that pool. So yeah, there's unquestionably the emotional link there and it's for cause. It's unquestionably about cause for her in this particular um, aspect of what she's
0: doing around with her business. Absolutely. So it's a win-win like like your wife gets to do what she loves. You get to help her and feel good about what you're doing as like I was telling you, your wife can be the best out there, but if no one knows about her, she's not really reaching the masses like she should be. Your job is to be the transporter. You're the one that's supposed to be the one that's going to amplify her and her business. And now it's going to become your business because you're just as much helping people as she is because you're getting it out there. Sure. Right. And that's what you need to get behind. Like when my wife and I started our photography business years ago, I wasn't the photographer. It wasn't my passion. My passion was being able to finally get to stay home with my kids and be able to be part of their life. But I found that my passion was the marketing aspect of it. How can I get out there and reach more families so we can actually capture families and their little newborn babies from the time they were four weeks old, even sometimes two weeks old, all the way up to where they're making their first communion? Like, we were part of that. That felt good to me. So I'm like, I need to get behind that. Once I did that, I fell in love with marketing. Right? And that was my passion. It's still my passion. Here we are talking about marketing, right? Because that's what we're generally doing here is we're marketing and marketing gets a sleazy word. It's really about taking what you have or what you, or what you know and what you want to do and really just getting it out there, getting the attention in the market.
1: Yeah. I I mean, she unquestionably um, needs the help. and, And that was kind of the question you and I, you know, start back where we were in the bar. I'm like, I just don't know how to help her. Like, I feel like there's a lot there, but you've, undoubtedly giving me so many things to start on and a solid foundation on how to how to jumpstart um, what she has is, is what I think is an incredible value proposition
0: yeah so here's what we're going to do I think uh, you've got enough to do uh, <laughs> <laughs> no doubt <laughs> uh, what we're going to do is we're going to I'm going to set you off and you're going to go ahead and, and do what we talked about and then what we'll do is we'll do a check-in you know, we'll, we'll do a check-in and maybe like, I don't know, four to six weeks. We'll see where you're at. Obviously, in the meantime, if you have any questions, I want to, I want to help you. I think it's a great cause. I'd love to have just a small little portion of the, uh, you know, the ability to help you help others as well. Um, but yeah, so the, the deal is you just gotta, you gotta check in and you gotta, you know, you gotta do your, your take action stuff. Um, and, but, uh, yeah, that, that, that's what we're going to do. So again, it's not hard. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some planning, but I do, it does come down to the planning. And once you create the, or, you know, create the plan, then you just got to execute it. Um, and then from there, we can do a lot of other things. One other thing I'll just throw at you, and you know, you'll, you'll be like, oh my gosh, like, that's crazy. I, I, didn't, I didn't do that. I just want to give you one more thing that'll blow your mind. Oh, so yeah. you were talking about like, you know, building that mark or the, the list and getting in front of people and all that stuff. Here's another thing that you can do, and I would probably recommend doing this sooner than later. But once you have your Facebook fan page, okay, you're going to want to create an ads account. Now, an ads account is nothing more than just putting in your credit card information, signing up that you want to eventually start running ads on Facebook. Okay. They're going to, and I can send you over a, a link as far as like maybe like a little tutorial on how to how to set this up, but it's pretty simple you're going to take a little snippet of code. It's a pixel. Okay. It's a Facebook pixel. And what this pixel will do is it will start to build a custom audience from people that land on your page. Okay. So think about this. You install this Facebook pixel externally on your website. Okay. Someone shows up to your website for just one second. Okay it automatically starts to build a custom audience on Facebook that you can eventually retarget. You could put perfect. an ad in front of those people. So, so clarifying question.
1: You said Facebook fan page versus her website. So if they land on her website or the Facebook page or,
0: or either, or this one here is more for external. So your website. Okay. Perfect. Got, it. Got it. But with that being said, anybody that likes your page is now you can target those people. Okay. And the other thing that's really good with video, this is extremely another, this is another thing that's a little bit next level, but I'm going to throw it out there just so it's for the record. Um, When she's creating video on YouTube or on Facebook, anytime she creates a video, there's constantly in the background, there's views that are being tracked by Facebook. So she can say anyone that's watched 25% or more of this video or my five videos or my 10 videos, I want to show them this video, or I want to show them this offer, or I want to direct them here. So now they're self-qualifying themselves by how much they actually watch of the video. So you're, you're using the content in the background to basically
1: build a targeting audience, 100%, 100%. whether it be, whether it be demos or sociographics or whatever the case may be, percent. the tool will do that for you. Do you, do you also embed that in
0: YouTube or is it just you embed it just on your website. YouTube has their own feature. Um, I'm not honestly that um, that um, up on YouTube, like ads even for that matter. Sure. Sure. Um, Facebook is generally where it's at right now, but I've heard a lot of people have pretty good success on YouTube too. But YouTube, even though you're putting up videos, you can um, and, and pretty much are starting to build that audience as well. Okay. Um, but again, Facebook is really cool as far as having the percentages. And um, like, even if they only watched like 10 seconds of a video, you can put them in an audience. But the thing is, is if they watch 25% or even uh, 90%, like if someone watched 90% of a video, they're pretty darn indoctrinated already. Engaged. Right? Yeah. Undoubtedly. Yeah. yeah. So from there, that's where we can say, okay, anyone that's watched 90%, it might only be 500 people, but those 500 people know, your wife they like your wife they trust your wife they're getting value they've stated it by by how much they've watched and consumed sure right so again a little bit next level but it's a, again why we want to kind of do this this upfront work which is create the content the video right and then video is going to allow you to do this now if you have a, an image on youtube or on facebook you can't really do the same thing as you can with video because you're not watching something sure right Um, so anyway, just another little side tip, don't get distracted with that, you know, but it's, it's there for when we want it. The pixel, I would say sooner than later, I would want to install that pixel on, on that, uh, on your website. Are you hosted on WordPress? Do you know? I think so. Yeah. I actually think that's the tool she's using. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty simple to do. And again, I can send you over a little, um, a little video on how to set that up. It's pretty straightforward. I mean, you can even just go to you or to, uh, Facebook, and then look in their help guides on how to install a pixel and it'll tell you. Okay. Perfect. It's super easy. Um, But yeah, so I think we're good, man. I think you've got enough to set off to your day and your week with uh, <laughs> was, uh, was there anything else? Any other quick questions before we wrap up? No, I mean, this has
1: been remarkable. Um, and in and, and genuine fashion, I really appreciate the time for, for all your listeners. Scott's been so proactive with helping people and especially in my case. So um, this has been remarkable. It's actually my wedding anniversary. So I'm going to package Ooh. this as a little gift Nice. <laughs> um, to my wife. So it, it's been a fantastic start to the day. So I appreciate everything you've done.
0: Awesome. How long is your, what's your anniversary? How long? 14 years. Woo. Nice. <laughs> Very good. We just, we just hit, I don't want to one up you or anything, but we just celebrated our 25th. Wow. Yeah, I, here, I was 21, man. Good for
1: you. So she doesn't doesn't know, she doesn't know it, but they, but the gift for 14 years as a podcast,
0: at least it is this year. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, hopefully this will be one of those, one of those take action moments in your life that uh, we actually uh, can look back on and go, wow, remember that day? And now look where we are. Like it'd be pretty awesome to do that. But one thing I want to, I want to just something that hit me that when I was talking to you and it kind of blew my mind. You were like, you know, I come from the corporate world. We've hired consultants. And I got to be honest. I've written six-figure checks for people to come in and consult, and I feel like I just got more value from this bar scene than I did. <laughs> is that a true
1: statement? All of that is one hundred percent true. Absolutely, one hundred percent true. I I've signed the POs to have consultants come in and give presentations that are six figures and beyond. Yep, absolutely. Oh I, I mentioned to Tony. I, I sent Tony a note after after the summit, and I you know I said something to the effect of, "Listen, the the content." The accessibility, the transparency of all the speakers was unmatched to anything I've ever been And, and without blowing sunshine, I've been to conferences all around the world. I yeah. got so much more out of those three and a half days than
0: I've gotten anywhere else in my career. It's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, it's good to hear. It's a great event. Um, and I actually should probably mention my event. I've got one coming up in September, man. Brand so accelerator. brand accelerator live yes it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be epic and uh, yeah there's gonna be uh, there's gonna be a lot of great content there we're gonna be doing a lot of what we just discussed here is really uh, and you see how I just did that crystal that's a call to action right there so we just made a little call to action sure we reminded people about brand accelerator live and uh, yeah it's gonna be just like this here I mean we're just, that's what we focus on though Chris is the four different pillars and really it's about getting the attention figuring out your market but then really drilling in that market and then figuring out how to get attention? How to serve that market? And then you backfill with the products that's going to help them. So that's it's fantastic. all comes circle. So all right, man, I'm going to let you go. I know you got a busy day. Um, anyway, keep me posted. Let me know how everything's going. And uh, thanks so much for coming on and sharing your story. And I appreciate your time as well. Thanks a lot. Enjoy the lake. All right, so there you go. That was raw, right? I mean, the audio was not that great. I get it, but I could not let this go without it being aired. I think. That Just by going through that, even myself going back and listening to the recording, there's tons of golden nuggets there for you, and you need to just think about your business, and Anytime that you're listening to a call like this, you need to start putting yourself in the shoes of that business. Even though you might not be in speech therapy, you might be in bass fishing, or you might be into guitar playing, or you might be into how to crochet, whatever it is, there's different buckets inside of that market, different sub niches, however you wanna phrase it, that you can start going deep into. And then from there, getting the attention in that market. And you can hear all of the different assets. I mean, I was getting all of these little ideas just flying off like you know, like fireworks, like because I get excited about the opportunity when when he tells me that his wife's been interviewed on a local television station and they have footage of that. It's like, oh my gosh, like people are looking to get that attention so they can use that into their promotions, into their advertising to build up credibility and all of that stuff. So again, so much value in this episode packed in there. But I also want to go back to what I mentioned. Really slightly in there was attending a live event, you know, and that's how this conversation happened with him. I was in a bar. We had a TAS meetup and inside of there, we just had a conversation. He came up to me, introduced himself. We had a conversation and then all of a sudden we just started, we started jamming really, you know, back and forth. That's the power of live events. And again, I want to remind you, BrandAcceleratorLive.com is happening in September, and that is the reason why we do these events. Number one, we're going to focus on everything that I just went through in this coaching call is really everything that we're diving into, but more in a structured fashion inside of this event, so this way here, you can walk away with action steps, and you can also plug whatever you need to in your business, wherever it is, all right, because getting attention is the new currency, and from there, knowing how to communicate it, how to get out there, how to also turn that into money, right, how to monetize it, how to diversify, all of that stuff, and being able to have people there that you can rub elbows with like Chris that has this story that you're like, well, wait a minute, I've got expertise over here. Maybe I can help you. And then you build a relationship with them. Or maybe someone's already been down that path because that path's already been created. And then you can then learn from that person when you're sitting at the networking uh, party, the after party of the event. So again, I can't stress it enough, whether it's our event or any other event, make sure you pick the right event because not every event is is equal as far as the attendees there, right? We have to make sure that there They have the same mindset, they're the same vision. That's one thing big that we're doing at the event is vision. We want you to have the same vision or a similar vision as we do in the direction that we want to go. If you're just thinking about, I just want to go out there and just, uh, you know, build my business on Amazon, probably not the right event for you, okay? Because that's not what we're about. We are about taking. Your current business on Amazon, the business that you're generating through there. Did, did you hear what I just said there? The business that you're generating through there. It's not a business that's built on there. And then from there, optimizing that and really, uh, you know, making sure that you're getting the most out of that. Yes, we're talking about that, but we're also talking about things that I just went through here in this coaching call. So again, BrandAcceleratorLive.com. I am fired up about this event. It is going to be awesome, and uh, I can't wait to hear of all of the stories after the fact of people's light bulb moments that went off, and then actually seeing it put into action so anyway guys hope you enjoyed that go back and listen if you uh if you need to and uh, take notes if you have to or go to the show notes page but uh, i just want to say this stuff here is replicable and that's why when you learn this skill of marketing and building businesses you'll have that forever all right? And it's, it's a, it, to me, it is a skill set that you will want in any business, okay? So that's it, guys. That is going to wrap up this episode. As always, remember, I'm here for you, I believe in you, and I am rooting for you. But you have to, you have to, come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode.